God is still good. He's still on the throne. And I'm not giving up my anointing. I'm not giving up my joy. I'm not giving up my peace. I'm not giving up anything that God has given me. How about you? You may be seated in the presence of a holy God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. It's good to be back in the house of the Lord. Amen. I just want to say thank you this morning to all of our veterans. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Honoring you for your labor of love to this country and to us. Amen. God bless you. I want to say good morning to all the covenant partners. I want to say good morning to the SoundCloud listeners. I want to say good morning to, our, to the spirit of the Lord Jesus Christ that's in this house and in God's people. Amen. 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 We're glad to be here and we're ready to go into the word of the Lord. And this morning we're going to do our declaration because most, well, if 99% of the messages that the Lord has given me and is giving me, it is within the time work of this declaration, this completed work of Christ. I'm telling you, in the times that we're living in, we need to be in the completed work of Christ. With everything that's going on, with the mindset of the world, with people backsliding, with people leaving Christ, with people leaving the true word of God, we need to stay connected and hold on to the completed work of Christ. Amen? Amen. So this morning, what we're going to do, and we encourage everyone to get your Bibles, your pens, and your pads. We encourage everyone on SoundCloud to get your Bibles, your pens, and your pads. And we're going to be talking about the apothecy this morning. The apothecy. We're going to explain it. We're going to talk about it. We're going to teach it. We're going to preach it because it is needed. Amen. So if you would, would you please stand to your feet and we're going to get ready to decree and declare in the atmosphere, in our atmosphere, in the ministry atmosphere. Amen. Over the network. Amen. Amen. Just repeat after me. 2023. 2023. The year of living. In the completed work of Jesus Christ, his redemption and salvation completed. The powers of darkness and the devil defeated. The Lord Jesus Christ's power to supply all my needs established in 2023. Is completed, is completed, defeated, defeated and, established and established in my life, in my, life, in my home, in my, home, in my, church, in my church, and my children's lives. My children's lives. Amen. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of a holy God. Now, what we want you to do, because as we're bringing the message that the Lord gave, there's something I need for us to understand about this word, the apothecy. As we bring the message today, we don't want you looking at the world and saying, oh, look how pitiful the world is and the sinners. 
first of all, I want you to understand what this word means. The apothecy means the abandonment or renunciation of a religious or political belief. It is a falling away from the Christian faith. So as we bring the word this morning, I need you to understand that there is a falling away from the Christian church. But the Lord wants us to be encouraged because he's coming this morning to encourage us, don't fall away. Don't walk away. Don't let it go. And I tell you, I guess it's just good sometimes to go out and be amongst people. And I am just surprised at the number of people that have turned back and went back into the world, that have let go of Jesus Christ, that do not believe anymore. But I have a made-up mind. I have a made-up mind. I have a determination. I am going all the way with Jesus Christ. I am not turning loose. I am not letting go, and I'm not looking back. I don't care what the, you know what? I don't care what the backslider does. I don't care what the sinner says. I don't care what the backslider says. I don't care what the naysayer says. I don't care what the haters of the cross say and the haters of the gospel say. Oh, wait a minute. I know you're sitting there looking at me and say, Pastor, what are you talking about this morning? I'm talking truth. I'm talking truth. Maybe you haven't seen it, or maybe you've closed your eyes and you don't want to see it. Well, I'm, I'm seeing it. I saw it. I'm seeing it. And I've, I've, made, I've, I've drawn the line in the sand. Satan, you a lie. There's no word in you. And I will never serve you. Never. Somebody say the apothecy is a falling away from the Christian faith. It's not talking about sinners out here. It's talking about those that are in the church under the word and not living it. I came with the word. I don't know what you came for this morning, but whatever it was, you need to leave it on outside that door because I came to bring the word. So, there is Old Testament apothecy, and there is present-day apothecy. So we're going to go to the book of Jude because in the book of Jude, we are reminded of three examples of apothecy in the Old Testament. If you would, please go to the book of Jude. You're going to need your Bibles. You're going to need your iPad, your phone with the Bible. Amen. Whether it's the iPhone, Apple phone, you, you, need, your, you need the Bible. Amen? All right. Would you please go with me to Jude, and I just say chapter 1. And would you please look at verse 5. And it reads, I will therefore put you in remembrance, though ye once knew this. Did you see what he said? He says, okay, you might have heard this before. You might have knew this before. He said, but what I want to do is bring you back into remembrance. Amen? Amen? He says, know this, how that the Lord having saved the people out of the land of Egypt, afterwards destroyed them that believed not. 
Now, in every instance, what you're going to see is the reason why it is an abandonment, a renunciation of the Christian faith is because in each one of these instances, what you're going to see is people that the Lord delivered and they took themselves back into it. Look at your neighbor. Say, neighbor, don't be a part of the apothecy. Oh, yes, 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 yes. The Bible said he brought them out of Egypt, but then afterwards he had to destroy all of them because what? They didn't believe him. All right. Number six, and the angels. Wow. Hmm. And the angels which kept not their first estate, but left their own habitation, he had reserved in everlasting chains under darkness unto the judgment of the great day. Wow, Lord. You don't have favoritism, do you? You don't even have favoritism. Even the angels are being kept in store for the day of judgment. Why? Because they went with the crowd and they were part of the apothecy. Amen? Verse 7, he says, Even as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities about them in like manner, giving themselves over to fornication. What is fornication? It is having sex and you're not married. It is having sex and you're not married. Shine for me, Anna. Shine for me. Yes, sir. They gave themselves over to fornication and going after strange flesh or set forth for an example. Wait a minute. He says, I broke the judgment so that they could be an example. See, people got it all wrong. They think God don't judge his people. But the Bible says judgment must first begin at the house of God. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wait a minute. He says, and if it begin with us, where shall the sinner (laughs) appear? And you know, God told us in January, January 1, 2023, that this was the year of judgment. He said, if we didn't get rid of old mindsets and old habits and old ways, he said, if we didn't put it away, judgment was on the way. It's all right. Sometimes you have to go away to be validated. Sometimes you have to get out to be validated. I know who I am in Christ. And I know I don't rub people the right, you know, the right, the way they want to be rubbed. That's because I operate in the office of the prophetess. And that just simply means not to tell you future events, but that is to declare the truths of God's word under a divine authority. Meaning he tells me what to preach, when to preach it, when to say it, how to say it. Hello. How to make the delivery. Shine for me, Anna. Shine for me. The Lord warned us. I gave you the dream. I told you what the Lord said. He said it was coming. Fire. He, ju- fire is done through judgment. It comes with fire. I told you a road, a street was in the house, and it lifted up. It upheaved. He said, I'm going to tear up everything. Yeah. If we don't change old mindsets, old ways, and old habits, judgment was coming. Who brought the judgment? 
the Lord had, he, let me tell you how it happens. All he has to do, you know what the Lord explained to me? He says, I don't have to say anything. They say, oh, the Lord said it. He said it. No, 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 no. He says, all I have to do is step back. Why? Because Psalm 16 says, thou will show me the paths of life. And in thy presence is the fullness of joy. Huh? In thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. You will show me the paths of life. And that's why King David pleaded with the Lord after he sinned. He says, cast me not away from your presence. Because if you move your presence, the devil going to eat me up. And I cry loud and I spare not. I, I said, people, come on in the house of the Lord. Come on in the house of the Lord. Get under the word. Get under the word. Get under the word. And it's like talking to this. But the Lord says, until, <laughs> until the people get under my word and believe my word, what you're going to do is you're going to start at part A. And you're going to do this. There will be no breaking out. You're going to continue in that same cycle of life. And what is the Lord doing? He's waiting. Hopefully you'll look up and say, Lord, I need your word. I need you. I need to get out of sin. I need to let it alone. I need to run for my life. You just go in a circle. You just go in a circle. And for, for a moment, it seems all right. I need something to look at. It's for a moment. It's all right. Until you realize something's wrong. Why am not, why am I not going forward? Why am I not moving? Disobedience. Disobedience. Can we go on? He says it was set forth as an example. Uh-huh. Suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. Now, there is no question about God's attitude toward these apostates. He has revealed it in his holy word. Jude wants to remind us, watch this, Jude wants to remind us of the consequences of living in apostasy in this present day. Can we talk about it? So we have the first example. And the first example is unbelieving Israel. So let's go to Numbers chapter 13. And we're not going to do the whole, but we, we want to go through there because we have to pull out some things. Amen? You can read it in your spare time. I encourage you to do so. So Numbers chapter 13, 
And it says, And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Send thou men that they may search the land of Canaan, which I give unto the children of Israel. Of every tribe of their fathers shall you send a man, every one a ruler among them. So from verses 3 and 17, Moses sends these people out. He sends a head of every tribe that is in the wilderness. Amen. Verse 17. And Moses sent them to spy out the land of Canaan and said unto them, Get you up this way southward and go up into the mountain and see the land, what it is, and the people that dwell it therein, whether they be strong or weak, few or many. And what the land is that they dwell in, whether it be good or bad, and what cities they be that dwell in, whether in tents or in strongholds. Matter of fact, he says, Before you... Um, set yourself to take something or to possess something. He says, get in order and view what you're about to take. Get yourself together. See what you're going to need. See how much strength you're going to need. Just don't go running headlong to my, I won't, I won't, I won't. This is what I want. Well, view the land. See how many, see how strong, how are they living? What is it going to take for me to take this ground? Yes, Lord. What did he say? He says, verse 19, and what the land is that they dwell in, whether it be good or bad, and what cities they be that dwell in, whether in tents or in strongholds, and what the land is, whether it be fat or lean, whether, they be whether there be wood therein or not. And be ye of good courage and bring of the fruit of the land. Now the time was the time of the first ripe grapes. Amen. So basically, Israel was in obedience to the Lord. They were to go and spy out the land. Mm, glory to God. Verse 33. So they, 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 they went and they spied out the land, and this is what they said. And there we saw the giants, the sons of Anak, which come of the giants, and we were in our own sight as grasshoppers, and so we were in their sight. 14 and 1, and all the congregation lifted up their voice and cried, and the people wept that night. And all the children of Israel began to murmur against Moses and against Aaron, and the whole congregation said unto them, Would God that we had died in the land of Egypt, or would God we had died in this wilderness? Oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. They got an evil report. A lot of times when you're going through something, the devil's going to bring you an evil report. But God wants to know whose report are you going to believe? Because, see, the apostasy of Israel was, instead of them believing the word of the Lord, what the word says, they began to receive the evil reports from the enemy, uh-huh, and they began to turn, wait a minute, this is what happened. Then it turned them away from God, and they actually started believing it, following it, laying over into it, Letting it govern their lives. It began to consume them. And God is looking at them and he said, all that I've done for you, all that I've done for you, you've seen my miracles. You've seen my mighty acts. You've seen me move before. And this is how you're going to treat me? So it was considered as a meaning a departure 
from the words of the true and living God. And God didn't like that. So when things happen to us, we have to hold steady to what the Lord says. It doesn't matter how the enemy is attacking us, how he's talking, how he's saying stuff, how he's directing his word toward us. We have to hold steady to that word of God and say, Lord, I trust you. I believe you. I'm not letting go of your word. I'm not going to let this enemy detour me. I don't care about the looks. I don't care about the talking. I don't care about the noise of the enemy. He's shining. Keep shining, Anna. Keep shining for me. I'm going to stand with what God has told me. And that's either way. I said, that's either way. See, we always think God going to hurry up and jump up and say, oh, yes, we're going to go this and we're going to do that. Sometimes God says, sit down, no. We don't like that. That'll, that'll start us listening to the devil real quick. Sometimes God said, no, I want you to go through it. I'm not going to take you around it. I'm not going to take you beyond it. I'm going to take you through it. Yeah, yeah, no bullshit, die. He calling you in now. Hey, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So they begin to murmur and just murmur, complain, falling out. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. We start running up and down the street. We start calling everybody. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. We faint. We don't want to get up out the bed the next day. We don't even say, Lord, help me to fight these words that the enemy is sending. Help me to fight it, God. Help me to fight the noise of the enemy. Help me to get on up, Lord, and do what I got to do in your strength. Yeah. Fourth verse, Numbers 14 and 4. And they said one to another, listen at this, let us make captains and let us return into Egypt. Now you just cried 430 years. Wait, 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 is we crazy? You just cried 400, 430 years for the Lord to deliver you from, from Pharaoh's bondage and from his whip. And so now you're going to say, no, make us captains and let us go back to Egypt. But that's where he just delivered you from. And that's where you want to go back. So you think your deliverance is back in Egypt? You think your deliverance is back in sin? You think your deliverance is back with Pharaoh, with the devil? You think the devil is going to deliver you? Yeah, 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 I say Heal me, Lord. Fifth verse. Then Moses and Aaron fell on their faces before all the assembly of the congregation of the children of Israel. And Joshua, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, which were of them that searched the land, rent their clothes. They went too. Somebody say they went too. And they spake unto all the company of the children of Israel, saying, The land which we pass through to search it is an exceeding good land. If the Lord delight in, in us, then he will bring us into this land and give it us a land which floweth with milk and honey. Only rebel not. You see what they were doing? 
So you're complaining and you're listening to the devil. Or when we start turning in the direction of the noise of the enemy, it's called, and the further you walk into it, the further you go, it's called rebellion. Keep shining, keep shining. He says, only rebel not ye against the Lord, neither fear ye the people, neither fear the people of the land, for they are bred for us. Their defense is departed from them, and the Lord is with us. Fear them not. Joshua and Caleb said, wait a minute. God has removed their defense. He's with us. He's not with them. And they are bred for us. Sometimes you just got to go by faith. Sometimes you got to feel your way by faith. Sometimes you just got to know that you know that you know because you believe it. Sometimes you can't see it. You can't touch it. you, You can't understand it. You just got to go on faith. You just got to go on a strong conviction that I believe what the word of God says. Shine for me. It's a healing animal. I got you. I got you. Yeah, I got you now. I got you. I see you. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. But. All the congregation, the 10th verse, but all the congregation, they bed stone them with stones. And the glory of the Lord appeared in the tabernacle of the congregation before all the children of Israel. They was ready to kill Moses. They was ready to kill Moses. It's sad how sinners would turn on you and want to kill you for their sin. You're the reason I'm this. You're the reason I'm that. Really? Are you for real? Oh, Lord. Shine for me, Anna. He said, come on in and shine. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Verse 11. And the Lord said unto Moses, how long will this people provoke me? (laughs) You see see what we do? When we don't walk by faith and live by faith and trust the Lord? And whatever he say, what do you expect sinners going to get when they in sin? God said, I'm tired of you blaming him, blaming him, blaming him for what happens to him. When we going to get over it? Somebody just say, get over it. Okay, all right then. See, there you go. You done went off in wonderland. You can pray. You can show love. But you know what? When you do it, you better have it in the back of your mind. Lord, I understand. Uh, they, they, I, you know, I, I, you told them not to go there. You told them not to go here. You told them not to do that. You told them to get out of the world. You, told them, you tell us don't have one foot in the church and one foot in the world. You told us don't play church. Jesus, 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 Jesus. He said, how long will these people provoke me? And how long will it be ere they believe me for all the signs which I have showed among them? See, we act like God ain't did nothing for us. He said, I'm tired of people acting like I've done nothing for them. 
I'm tired of people groping and moaning and complaining like I've never done anything for. He said, go pick up them journals and read them and see what I've done in the past and know that I'm still God all by myself. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. He says, I will smite them with the pestilence and will, di- uh-oh, and will disinherit them. Is this in your Bible? See, what you don't understand is we're not talking about God put up with us for one day. So I want you to get that out your mind. We're not talking about God put up with us for 20 years. Get that out your mind. God had put up with Israel 430 years. Can you digest that, please? Can you digest that? He had put up with Israel for 430 years. And he puts up with with us for a what? Long time. And so then when things begin to happen, it's it's really weird. Then we want to say, well, God don't love me. He loved you for 400 some years. He let you keep your mess going for 400 and some years. <laughs> uh, it's time, it's time, it's time. Yeah. He said, it's time, Anna. It's time. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. He says, I will disinherit them and will make of thee. Wait a minute, here it is. And will make of thee a greater nation and mightier than they. See, when you know your word, that's a come. I can say, okay, if one won't do, God got another. This ministry has been up and running since 2003. How long is that? Please come to church. Please come to church. Would you please come to church? Please get under the word. Please come hear the word. Please stop your sinning. Please stop what you're doing. Please don't go there. Please leave them sinners alone. Go on people's jobs. Go to people's homes. Used to do that. Calling, calling, calling. Please come to church. Please get under the word. (laughs) People just do what they want to do. I'm amazed. They just do what they want to do. But when trouble hit, So now, miraculously, you know my phone number backwards and forward. Miraculously now, miraculously now, you know how to call Jesus. Miraculously now, you can say, Jesus, well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yes, Lord. Now I'm going to show you something. I know you would never have believed this unless I showed it to you. Uh Uh-huh. Verse 13. And Moses said unto the Lord, Then the Egyptians shall hear it, for thou broughtest up this people in thy might from among them. And they will tell it to the inhabitants of this land, for they have heard that the Lord ought among this people. That thou, Lord, 
art seen face to face, and that thy cloud standeth over them, and that thou goest before them by day, time, in a pillar of a cloud, and in a pillar of fire by night. And if thou shalt kill all these people, or allow them to die, as one man, then the nations which have heard the fame of thee will speak, saying, because the Lord was not able to bring this people into the land which he swore unto them. Therefore, he had slain them or allowed them to be slain in the wilderness. Now, Moses is interceding for these people. He's standing in the gap. But let me show you what God does. He says, and now I beseech thee, let the power of my Lord be great according as thou hast spoken, saying, the Lord is long-suffering and of great mercy, forgiving iniquity and transgression, and by no means clearing the guilty. Did you catch that one? No, you didn't. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. You didn't catch that, did you? See, it's one thing not to be guilty. God, I don't know. People, when I look at them, they, what you looking at? I just need a little strength. No, you don't understand, baby. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, they, they do. They don't like me looking at them. Because they say, oh, you're talking about, I just need a little strength. The Lord said, I don't clear the guilty. I'll protect you. I'll keep your life. But you're going to go through what you brought on yourself. Did you think he was Mickey Mouse? Did you think he was Santa Claus? He says, when you open the door and let the devil in, I don't clear the guilty. I'll keep your life. I'll protect you. But you're going to go through. Oh, Jesus, help me preach your word. 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 Oh, Moses interceding. Oh, Mo he says, the Lord is long-suffering and of great mercy, forgiving iniquity and transgression, and by no means clearing the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation. Let me tell you what that means. If you don't get, if nobody gets saved, listen to me. He visits the iniquity of the fathers upon the children until the third and fourth generation. What does that mean? If I hadn't got saved, all the sin and iniquity of what my forefathers did would have been standing right there making me an offer. If I didn't choose Jesus and I chose that, then I have to bear the rule of the consequences that comes with that. It's just like when somebody gets delivered and the demon is cast out and it goes into dry places. But then it stays gone for a long time. But then it begins to say, no, I'm going to go home. So your forefathers' sins and spirits wait to see what decision you're going to make. And if you don't choose Jesus... Just like that demon says, I'm going to go home, but before I go, I'm going to make sure this time they don't get away. I'm bringing seven more mightier than myself. That's why you used to hear the old saints, and that's why I say, I can't go back. The devil will kill me. 
I can't go back into sin. I can't go back in the world. I can't go back to doing what I used to do. Because they're waiting and they mount up. Because they say, we're going to make sure this time. <laughs> it's in the word. It's in the word. This is what the Lord said. This is what the Lord said. Listen at this. I want you to hear something. And the Lord said, I have pardoned according to thy word. But as, listen at this. But as truly as I live, all the earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord. Because all those men which have seen my glory and my miracles, which I did in Egypt and in the wilderness, and have tempted me now these ten times, and have not hearkened to my voice, surely they shall not see the land. Now, let me, let me explain what happened here. Moses was pleading for the whole nation. Because <laughs> God said, I'm just going to wipe out everybody. But he says, okay, Moses, I'll pardon according to your word. But everybody that had their hand in the pot. Everybody, it's in your Bible. Talk about me as much as you will. I'm still going to stay on my knees and serve Jesus. It's in your Bible. He said everybody, though they had their hand in the pot, those are the ones that's going to get the judgment. So you better take your hand out the. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. It means it's deeper. It's deeper. You're a Christian. You're running with sinners. Okay? Okay. Somebody going to pull somebody. It's in there. Read your Bible. The Lord said when a sinner turns from his righteousness, it's in Ezekiel, and begin to run with the wicked and do what the wicked do, that righteousness I don't remember. You have to reap what you sow. Oh, it's in there. Amen. It's in there. Amen. I say it's in there. So what he did, he heard Moses in a session. The ones that didn't do it, he said, now you stand over here. But everybody that was doing this, you going to get the judgment. And let me show you. Wait a minute. Somebody say apostasy. Run from it. Say it is a departure from the Christian faith. Say you better run from that spirit. Say don't let it get in your mind. Don't let it control you. He says, because they've seen what I can do, and I brought them out of Egypt, and, but they kept tempting me, and they won't hearken to my voice. Surely they shall not see the land which I swear unto thy fathers, neither shall any of them that provoked me see it. Is that in your Bible? He said, but my servant Caleb, because he had another spirit with him, and hath followed me, what? What? Him will I bring into the land whereunto he went, and his seed shall possess it. Did y'all see this? 
Verse 27. The Lord said, and the Lord, verse 26, and the Lord spake unto Moses and unto Aaron, saying, How long shall I bear with this evil congregation which murmur against me? I have heard the murmurings of the children of Israel which they murmur against me. Say unto them, As truly as I live, saith the Lord, as you have spoken in my ears, so will I do to you. Your carcasses shall fall in this wilderness, and all that were numbered of you, according to your whole number, from 20 years old and upward, which have murmured against me. Doubtlessly, you shall not come into the land concerning which I swear to make you dwell therein, save Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, and Joshua, the son of Nun. But your little ones, which you said should be a prey, them will I bring in, and they shall know the land which you have despised. Is that in your Bible? Is that in your Bible? We, we don't have, we, we can't afford to play with the devil. We can't afford to listen to the devil. We can't afford to, 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 to allow the enemy to pull us over into his noise. We must rise up and ask the Holy Spirit for strength to do what God asks us to do. I can't walk like that. I can't talk like that. I can't love them no more. You better run for your life. Because the devil got something a little deeper. See, he understands if he can keep you going in that, in, that, in that place like a zombie and keep going and keep going and keep going years and years and years. Then after a while, God said, I don't want it. I don't want it. Say, apostasy is not for me. You got it? Let's go to the second one. Thank you, Jesus. Wait a minute. Let me finish it. This was the first example, Israel in the wilderness of apostasy. Numbers chapter 13 and 14. The Lord, having saved the people out of the land of Egypt, afterwards destroyed those who did not believe. God had promised the land of Canaan to the people. In that promise was all the enablement they needed. But they accepted the evil report of the spies at Kadesh and rebelled against the Lord. As a result, all those men who were 20 or over, when they left Egypt, perished in the wilderness with the exception of Caleb and Joshua. Y'all got that? You got that? 1 Corinthians chapter 10. You all right? All right, I don't want you faint, fainting on me. But, you know, I'll take truth anytime, even when it hurts. You, did y'all hear what I said? I'll take truth anytime, even when it hurts. 1 Corinthians chapter 10. But, you know, I can bring you a little closer. Psalms 1 says, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, nor standeth in the ways of the sinner. That's the same thing he was telling the children of Israel. Get yourself back over into the word of the Lord, please. Get off the way of the sinner. Get out the seat of the scornful. Uh, 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 don't be walking uh, in the way of the evil people. Get out the way. Shine for me, shine for me. Hey, hey, hey! First Corinthians chapter ten. 
Would you please go to verse 5? And it says, but with many of them, God was not well pleased, for they were overthrown in the wilderness. I want you to see this. Now, these things were our examples. Is that in your New Testament? He said, everything that you read in the Old Testament is a what to us? An example. So I can preach it. Why you sit there and look at me? We ain't in the Old Testament. Jesus said it was written for an example unto us to keep us out of ungodliness. Healing Anna. It's going to be a healing now. Yes, sir. It's all, oh, yeah, I see you. I see you, Anna. I see you now. I can see you. I can see you. I can see you. I can see you. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. He said, I see you. I see you. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. He come on, my, 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 sir. He come on, my, 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 Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hmm. I hope you put a double red light there. Huh? He says, for our what? Examples. Wait a minute. To the intent, we should not what? Lust after evil things as they did, as they lusted. Neither be ye idolaters, as was some of them. As it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. Neither let us commit what? Fornication. As some of them committed and fell in one day, three and 20,000. He said they sat down and ate, rose up. The plan was they worshiped the golden calf and they was having orgies. They was having sex with everybody. Sexual sins are horrifying because the Bible says our bodies are the temple of the living God. And he says we are not to defile the temple. Oh, I came to preach. I don't, I don't, I don't care. You, you are not. See, I got to go back and face God. You're not God. The Bible says, neither let us commit fornication. Can I, can I, go, just hold on to 1 Corinthians chapter 10. Go to 1 Corinthians chapter 6. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 12, and it's talking about staying away from sexual sins. It says, all things are lawful. This is Paul talking. He says, all things are lawful unto me, but all things are not expedient. All things are lawful for me, but I would not be brought under the power of any. Meats for the belly and the belly for meats, but God shall destroy both it and them. Now, the body is not for fornication, but for the who? Lord and the Lord for the body. And God had both raised up the Lord and will also raise us up by his own power. Know ye not that your bodies are the members of Christ. Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them the members of a harlot? God forbid. What? Know ye not that he which is joined to a harlot is one body. 
for two said he shall be one flesh. Now let me explain. I didn't. I, I explained this before. Uh huh. Uh huh. He ain't never said. Wait a minute. Here's the way it works. The reason why God said I hate sexual sins is because it's the sin that's done with the body. But that's not the only reason. When you lay down with this person, how many ever other people they've laid down with, they're laying down with you as well. That's what that means. When, when, you, when you lay down with that one, how many, however many they have laid down with before you, all of them lay down with you. And when they, as y'all say, climax, all those spirits go into you. And you want to know why you crazy. I'm going my car out there, and and God made sure it's full of gas, and I got my keys. Courtney, you watching me? Uh, y'all watching my keys? That's why He said, "Let every man have his own wife, and every woman have her own husband." <laughs> Is it in your Bible? Amen. You sure it's in there? Amen. And in case you didn't know, what is fornication? Fornication means you're having sex and you're not married. Adultery is you married and you're having sex outside of the marriage union. It's an abomination. Even Hebrew says, adulterers and homemongers, God will judge. Now, maybe you don't know what that means. That means we don't, you ain't even got to say nothing. God said, I step in and I judge those kind of people because I hate sexual sin. Homonger. What does that mean? Jumping from person to person, leaping from person to person, uh, having sex with just, just having sex. And I can preach it because I'm dead. Thank you, Jesus. So I don't have to worry about walking out of here needing a cold shower because I'm dead there. Thank you, Jesus. Homongers and adulterers. What is an adulterer? You done slept with this man or this woman and they had a husband or a wife. God said, I judge them. I shine out. It's mine. Somebody just stop and take a minute and give God praise. Clap your hands for his shine in the house. I say it's his glory. It's his shine. Give him glory. Yes, you can pray and ask the Lord to deaden you there. And he will. But I want a husband 
one day, he'll, he'll give you life back. I don't, want, I don't need mine back. I'm just saying he will give it back to you, but you just need to shut it down. Shall I die? He calling it in, Anna. He said, I'm calling it in. He says, but he in the 17th verse that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. Did you catch that? He says, when you join to that harlot, you become one body. Did you catch it? But when you join to the Lord, you become one spirit. That's what is meant by that one body mean. Everybody before you, they join the team. Thank you, Father. So that was the first example of apothecy. It was Israel in the wilderness. God gave them a direct command. And what did they do? They disobeyed it. They disobeyed it. He gave them a direct command, and they disobeyed it. And God said, 400 and some years, you've been rebelling against what I say. Enough is enough. I'm going to step back, Israel. And you and yourself know, read your Bible, Joshua. It says none of those people, they all died in the wilderness. And the new breed went in. They all died in the wilderness. And the new breed went into Canaan. One more. I got time for one more. I really want to get the third one. So don't miss next Sunday. And come right this time. Don't come, come to see what I'm going to be doing. Because I'll tell you right now, I'm coming in here with the word of God. I don't know what you thought. The second example of rebellion and apostasy is the angels who sinned. So we're going to be dealing with Jude, Genesis, and 2 Peter. So let's go to Jude chapter 1, and let's read that one, please. And then we're going to go to Genesis. All right, Jude. And then we're going to close out for today. Amen? Jude. Chapter 1, I just say chapter 1, look at verse 6. And the Bible says, And the angels which kept not their first estate, but left their own habitation, he had reserved in everlasting chains under darkness unto the judgment of the great day. So even angels don't get away. They don't get away. Okay? Now, there's a group of angels, which is right here in Jude. They did not keep the, do the domain that was assigned to them. They abandoned their own abode, and they are now restrained in everlasting chains under darkness for their final judgment. But there are actually two apotheses of angels. The first one is when Lucifer fell and involved a host of other angelical beings in his rebellion. These fallen angels are not bound at the present time. The devil and his demons are promoting war against the Lord and his people. 
Let's look at them first, and then we're going to come back to Jude. Amen? Then we're going to go to Genesis, and we're going to close out. Are you with me? Can you understand what God is saying to us this morning? Run for your life. Don't get caught up in apostasy. That means to abandon the Christian faith. That means not to ever listen to God's word. God give you a direct command. You need to look. God, I don't know how to do it. Help me. And you keep praying till the help come. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes, Lord, yes, Lord, mm. yes, Lord, I hear you, yes, sir, Revelation 12, yes, 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 thank you, Jesus, Revelation 12, this is the first apostasy of angels, Revelation 12 and 7. And there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought and his angels, and they prevailed not, neither was their place found anymore in heaven. And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they loved not their lives unto the death. So how are you going to overcome the devil? Amen. It's what you're saying. How do you overcome that devil? Because he's already been thrown out. He, he roaming in the air right above our head. How do you overcome him? The blood of the lamb and what you say. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Therefore rejoice you heavens and ye that dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea. For the devil has come down unto you having great wrath because he knoweth that he had but a short time. And he want to take everybody with him. He want to take everybody with him. Not me. Somebody say, not me. not me. And when the dragon saw that he was cast unto the earth, he persecuted the woman which brought forth the man child. Well, who is the woman? It is Israel. It is Israel. It is the Jewish people over in Israel. They are being persecuted because they are the ones that the lineage, Jesus Christ came down through their lineage. And when the devil saw that it was because of them that Jesus got in this earth, glory to God, he's been persecuting them. That's why so many nations hate Israel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're both shy. Yeah, Lord, it's time, it's time, it's time. Yes, Anna, it's time. It's time. So that's your first set. Now, let us go back. And look at the second set of angels, and we're going to wrap this up. Amen? The other apostasy of angels is the one referred to by Jude and by Peter. Okay? Go to 2 Peter chapter 2. 2 Peter chapter 2. We're just about to wrap this up. And you need not to think you're getting away. God ain't got to do but speak one word and judgment will come 
in one day. So you thought you got away too? You did not, said the Lord. Now, you can just bear with me because I'm, I'm doing, I'm speaking. You, you think you got away, but you didn't either. You see, I keep telling people it's just like Pharaoh. The children of Israel were in slavery because of their sin. And God didn't answer them until 400 years. But God also said this. He says, not only is Israel paying for their sins and they're in bondage to Pharaoh, but Pharaoh, when this is all over, your judgment comes as well. Because I'm going to judge you for how you treated them. So you out there and you think you got away. <laughs> uh, but I came today to let you know. God say, Jesus say, yeah, they were in sin too. But your judgment is coming in one day. Hey, one day calamity going to hit and it's going to hit there and there and there and there and there. And even the people around you said the Lord, they're going to be wondering what is going on. Just know, just know you thought you got away. You thought you did your dirt and hid your hand, but not so, said the Lord. Your day is coming, and it's going to hit in one day, said the Lord Jesus Christ. See, that's how come you have to be careful how you treat people. You have to be careful. See, it's all throughout the Bible. Nobody gets away. Nobody gets away. That's not the only time that has happened where God said, okay, you sinned, you getting yours. But however they treated you in your whatever, they're going to get theirs too. That's why you have to know your Bible. You have to know your word. Line upon line, precept upon precept. <laughs> they, 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 they think you're playing, Anna. I know they do. They don't know you, Lord. They don't know you. They don't understand. But that's all right. As long as you just be God. It doesn't matter to me that they don't understand. It's okay. Because I, I understand you still God at the end of the day. You still God. You still God. So, Second Peter. Let me get over there. Thank you, Father. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Second Peter chapter 2, verse 4. Second Peter chapter 2, verse 4. We're wrapping it up. For if God spared not the angels that sinned, wait a minute. For if God spared not the angels that sinned, for if God spared not the angels that sinned, but cast them down to hell and delivered them into chains of darkness to be reserved unto judgment. So what you think going to happen? The angels got to be judged. So you're going to get away scot-free. No, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. No, 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 no. The other apothecy of angels is the one referred to by Jude and by Peter. It is believed that Jude is referring to what is recorded in Genesis chapter 6. 
The sons of God left their proper estate as angelical beings. They came down to the earth in a human form and married the daughters of men. This marital union was contrary to God's order and an abomination to him. God was exceedingly displeased with the wickedness of man and determined to destroy the earth with a flood. Go to Genesis chapter 6. Somebody say it's an abomination for angels to sleep with mankind. Somebody say it's an abomination unto God. <laughs> Genesis chapter 6. Oh, you ain't got to where I'm going home. I'm sure going because I'm going to do what God told me to do first. Then I'm going home. Genesis chapter 6, verse 1. Fornication is wrong. Having sex and you're not married. It's unclean before the Lord. And liars can lie. Naysayers can talk. But there is no power that's going to flow in that. Because God does not anoint unclean things. You might have had the anointing, but he steps back. You have no power. And except somebody can go in the presence of God for you, the only prayer that a sinner can pray and a backslider can pray to the Lord is a prayer of repentance. You don't have no power. Somebody else praying. No, I won't go there. I won't, I won't stay front. You can do this. You can do this, Ann. You can do this. Yes, sir, I can do it with you. I can do it. You ain't got no power. Somebody else praying. You can't pray but one prayer. And that's the prayer of repentance. Sinner, backslider, fornicator, adulterer, liar, thieving, homonger, reveler, drunkard. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say it because I don't think they hear me. We don't smoke cigarettes. No, the naysayers are not going to tell you this. The worldly people are not going to tell you this. The backslidden preacher not going to tell you this. The preacher who in sin not going to tell you this. Ain't no power. My, 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 my. Ah, shine. Go on and shine now. Go on and shine. Yes, Lord. 
Genesis chapter 6. Yes, 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 yes. 6 and 1. And it came to pass when men began to multiply on the face of the earth and daughters were born unto them. Then the sons of God saw the daughters of men, that they were fair, and they took them wives of all which they chose. And the Lord said, My spirit shall not always strive with man, for that he also is flesh. Yet his days shall be 120 years. There were giants in the earth in those days. And also after that, when the sons of God came in unto the daughters of men, and they bare children to them, the same became mighty men, which were of old men of renown, the angels, and they had got with the women, and they had sex with them, and the women got pregnant, come on, uh-huh, and they bare children that became giants. It was contrary to nature. So they produced something contrary to nature. It was abomination to the Lord. And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And he repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth and it grieved him at his heart. And the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast and the creeping thing and the fowls of the air, for he repented me that I have made them. It repented me that I have made them. We all know the story. Noah found grace in the eyes of God. All those people perished in a flood because of their sins. So see, you, you, you will never lie to me and tell me that God doesn't send judgment in our time because he does. And you will never lie to me and tell me that God's grace and mercy doesn't stand back. He, he won't let your life be taken, but you're going to reap what you sow. You're going to reap what you sow. That's a principle in the earth. And sinners can't change it. It can't be changed. And they can't fight God. So Jude says, wake up, church. He says, I wanted to remind you about apothecy about leaving the Christian faith, as so many are doing. You know what that means, leave the Christian faith? That means you were once in it. That means you used to come to church. You understand what that means, don't you? That means you had something going on with God, and you left it. That's a, baby, I shook my head, too. That means you couldn't bear the pressure. You couldn't take what you was going through. You couldn't wait on the Lord. You had to have it your way. You didn't want God's way. Yes, sir. He said, touch not, touch not, touch not the anointing. Don't touch the anointing. 
You can play with everything else, but don't play with the anointing. It's mine. Yes, Lord. Bless your Father. All glory and honor unto you. It's your shine. I am nothing without you. Nothing, Father. Nothing. Thank you, Jesus. You want prayer, but I can't touch you. I've been instructed I cannot lay hands, but I can pray. That's all I can do. So you can come sit on the front. I can pray, but I cannot, I cannot put my hands on you. Can you come, baby, while, you're under, while this anointing is here? Can you come to the front? Can you come to, I can pray, but I can't.